Hello, I'm JFS Lewis and in this episode I'm going to show you how to record your screen with OBS Studio. That's an open source tool that is commonly used for streaming things, but it can also just be used to record anything that you're doing on your desktop. I'm recording this video for my friend Rod Shelley. He's the producer of a popular webcomic series over on Renderosity called The Girls of TNA. I'm going to link to that in the bottom. Rod wanted to share some of his workflow with us and uh, is looking into a paid software I believe and I thought hey maybe I can give him a tip and uh, make sure he doesn't spend too much money and invest this rather in his art. So there we go this uh, tool that I'm talking about is called OBS Studio. I believe that stands for the Open Broadcast service or software or something along those lines it's made by a dedicated team of volunteers and it's available for windows mac os and linux so it's truly cross-platform and when you open it for the first time it looks a little bit daunting and that's why i'm here to make it a little bit less daunting for you so we're going to just focus on how to make the screen recording with it let me show you how it works i'm going to put a link to where you're getting it from and once you've installed it you will see a window something like this. So slightly scary, not really one record button that you can press and record the screen and more to the point, just a black screen and nothing really that, that you can record. So let me tell you a little bit about the philosophy of how this works and uh, that'll open up the doors as to what is possible with, uh, with OBS Studio. So this in the middle here is of course your preview window. Right now we don't have anything set up. Uh, so we'll do that in a moment. On the bottom left here, you have a collection of scenes. Right now you only have a single one that's called scene. And in the scene you have sources. So the way OBS thinks about this is that a scene is a collection of items that you want to record. So one source could be your desktop and another source could be your webcam and you can overlay your webcam on top of your desktop footage and then move them around, scale one with the other and so forth. And then uh, an audio input is another source. So that's how this works. You, you assemble them all together in one thing and then you can either stream the whole thing out to YouTube or Twitch or Facebook or wherever you want or you can just record it or you can do both things at the same time so that you know we're not going to cover that if you have more than one collection you can create another scene and put different types of items together so if maybe you want to record one scene with your webcam and another one without it so you basically duplicate that scene and then remove the webcam from it and once you have two scenes you can switch in between them so that's how this works Let's stick with that one default scene and let's set up a standard desktop capture here. So with that scene uh, selected in the sources window, click that little plus icon here. And then it comes up with a massive list of items or types of things you can add to that scene. So in our case, we want to probably record audio and video. Let's start with the video. So that'll be either your display capture, which lets you whatever is displayed on any of your attached monitors, or it could be a window capture. And that would let you capture the contents of a single window. So if you're playing a game, for example, and you'd like to just show that game then you can just uh, pick a dedicated window it looks a little bit uh, compromising so if you if you do that say window capture you can name this as well just click ok and then it comes up with this and that now lets you pick whichever window is open and that can sometimes be a bit of a confusing list because this is all something that is kind of a windows internal naming convention here so if you if you're comfortable with that you can use that and then uh, only that one window will be captured 
I'm not going to do that because it is likely that you may show more than one particular app on your desktop. So I'm going to just go for a desktop capture. So I'll go ahead and delete that again and then it's gone. So instead, we're going to go ahead and uh, do a display capture. And what that's going to do, again, you can call that display capture. You can call it anything else. Just click OK. And that will now give you the option to, to capture any of your attached monitors. So I have two displays attached to my system here, display 0 and display 1. This is currently display 0, which is kind of capturing itself and itself and itself. So it's kind of, you know, kind of crazy effect there. But if you put OBS on a different monitor than the one you're actually capturing, if you have a dual monitor system, then you would you would be able to do that. So in my case, I could also uh, choose display one and then that has nothing on it right now unless I put my cursor in there and then we can see my cursor on the second display. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Uh, I'm going to perhaps uh, put something nice on there so that we can actually see something. I'm just going to go ahead and put a simple just a video file on there that we that we see what monitor we're actually capturing so uh, display zero is still this and then display one is the one we're capturing which has this picture on it let's just use that as an example so whatever app is currently showing there will be captured you can choose to capture the cursor or not so if you don't want to do that then just untick this box otherwise leave it ticked so people can follow you along what you're demonstrating on the screen hit ok and that's your video setup now, maybe while you're explaining things, you may want to record a webcam or your audio. Let's do that next. Let's use a webcam as an example. So once again, you click the plus sign on the bottom here, and that now comes up as a video capture device. And depending on what's currently installed on your computer, you can call it maybe webcam so that you don't forget what it is that you're capturing. Hit OK. And in a moment, you get another window that lets you choose what device you're capturing. So this is it here, device. I've got several video capture devices attached to my computer. And in my case, I'm going to use my C922 ProStream webcam. So select that and uh, OBS thinks about it for a second. And then it comes up with a preview of the source that you want to capture. Now, it doesn't quite come up in perhaps the settings that you were thinking of. So this is now a smaller resolution than what the camera is uh, can possibly provide. And so you can change that on the bottom here where it says resolution FPS type. It either uses device default, which for if, it, if you're thinking of capturing a small inset of yourself in the video, then that'll be fine. But if you want to capture yourself or the webcam or whatever source you want to capture in full screen, then you may have to change this. So resolution type, I can change that to custom and then uh, the picture is going to go away. And that's not going to be an issue, though, because under resolution, we can drop down this menu and then pick whatever we like. So my camera, I believe, gives out a 1920 by 1080 30 frame signal. So I can pick that and then I can see myself in 16 by 9. And then, of course, you know, adjust the camera accordingly, which I'm not going to do now, but it's kind of a fixed position and I like it that way. So you can do that. You can also change the frames per second here to match whatever you're doing. So I could, my camera, I believe, supports uh, 1280 by 720 in, I believe, 60 frames a second. So you can change that here and then the camera will act accordingly. You can also configure the video here. If this is a bit too hot or a bit too low for you, you can click that and then adjust any of these values here if you're, uh, if you're happy doing that. Otherwise, just leave it as it is. Notice that when you do not intend to go full screen with your camera and if you just want to record it as an inset, then there's really no need to capture the full resolution that the camera is 
capable of delivering. So uh, if you have issues, if you're running into kind of bandwidth issues there, you know, you can always uh, drop that down. You've also got some other adjustments methods here. I'm going to just leave it as it is um, and just uh, hit OK. And now I've got my webcam overlaid over my desktop that I'm intending to capture. So you can move that around, uh, maybe make it a little bit smaller here, like so, and then put it anywhere you like perhaps in here or in here. Maybe I'm going to, because you're going to probably see me in here already, I'm going to just put that webcam on the top right corner, perhaps. The sources in here, this is a little bit like uh, what how Photoshop thinks about this. These are, think of these things as layers. So I now have one layer on the bottom, which is the desktop here that I'm capturing, and one layer on the top, which is the webcam. If these were the other way around, which I can change with these arrows down here, then I may not see my webcam because it's now underneath the desktop and hence it doesn't shine through. So make sure the webcam uh, or the, the webcam is on the top of your footage or the layers are in the correct order. You can also switch them off temporarily if you don't want to see one of these two. That's how you do that. Now, this is not going to capture audio just yet. This is only going to capture video. In fact, two video sources. So if you want to capture audio as well, you have to set this up as another source. And of course, the layer type order doesn't matter for an audio source. It'll just come in there. So once again, click the plus sign and uh, capture an audio input device so audio input capture do that uh, just leave that on there or, or uh, call it maybe call it webcam audio so that we know what it is click ok and then you get to pick another device that you want to capture so for example it could be an attached usb microphone it could be your analog audio input of your computer or it could just be the webcam audio i'm going to do that as a test here so it'll be like a, a microphone c922 pro stream webcam my, my webcam has a microphone so if i click that then you can see that my audio levels are now coming up and audio will now be captured just one note about audio you won't hear it you will record it as you can see by the audio levels but you won't be able to hear it if you are intending to capture a device that you also want to listen to then you can uh, click this um, icon here and uh, head over to the advanced audio properties and if you select select that you get to see your webcam audio here and uh, on the audio monitoring tab you can select monitor and output and then you would also listen to what you're capturing Otherwise, it may interfere, so just leave it on monitor off, which is the default. Levels are self-explanatory. Technically, all you now need to do is hit this button here, which says start recording. And then whatever is shown in this scene will be recorded onto a file. But it's not quite as simple as that because these uh, OBS Studio uses default settings and those may not be the ones that you need. So sometimes you may want to edit your footage and by default, that's not easy with uh, OBS Studio. So we just need to tweak a couple of settings there depending on what you would like to use. And that is of course happening in the settings menu. So if you click on that, you get a brand new menu with lots and lots of options and they can be a little bit intimidating and scary, but it's, it's not really that difficult. There's only a couple of things that you need to change. So under output, 
you can set the video bitrate for your streaming service should you be wanting to stream this or you can just set these things up for recording now usually what OBS does is it says while you're streaming do you want to use the same settings for recording as for streaming so while you're streaming something live you may want to have a local copy of that on your computer and that's what this is set up for so this, the streaming bitrate is fairly low 2.5 megabits a second that's not very that's not a lot so um, if your internet connection provides it then you should be able to increase that to something like 5,000 um, and uh, if you do that then on the bottom here under recording there is uh, recording quality first of all the recording path this is where your videos end up so you can change that if you like mine is set to the default just videos library here and there's also recording quality so it's set to save as stream by default and you may want to change that to something else so you can just go and uh, go with high quality for medium file size indistinguishable quality for large file size or lossless quality for tremendously large file size so test these out and see what you need if you if you intend to edit this in a um, different application like premiere or imovie or something then perhaps this one or that one should suffice i'm just going to set this to this uh, and it'll give you a little warning here that if you try to do a different stream encoding than a recording encoding then of course your computer has to work twice as hard if you only want to record then you can ignore this message otherwise consider just setting the bit rate to something higher like five or maybe even ten thousand if you're if you're happy um, with modifying these settings otherwise this should work fine and then of course there's the recording format this is set to flash video by default and that is not something that any video transcoding or editing software that I know understands it's not that bad if you do forget it there is a way of transmuxing or transcoding or remuxing rather the files in uh, in this step I can show you how that works if you have accidentally made some FLV recordings with OBS and you want to transcode those into something that your video editing software understands and I can show you how that works at the end so but it's fairly easy to set that to something else either MOV or MP4 that's probably what your video editor will understand so you can do that and uh, then your files will be set as mp4 or even mov whatever whatever floats your board whatever is is good for you i usually tend to use mov because i'm using both my mac and my pc side by side and it's kind of good to have one type of file format there depends on your editing software then of course we have the encoder that we're using for these shenanigans so i have a choice of a software encoder and a hardware encoder the nvenc that's the nvidia encoder that lets the gpu do most of the encoding work so if you have that available then perhaps use that if you don't or it doesn't come up with anything else then just use the software encoder and then that lets your cpu do all that work i'm going to leave that as it is for now and uh, that is more or less everything no it's not everything actually there's one other thing it is the frame rate we haven't determined yet you can see what frame rate your obs is set to at the bottom right here currently mine is set to cpu usage is 3.2 percent and it's recording in 30 frames a second that's probably what you want unless you want to drop that down a bit or if you want to increase that a bit if you want to if you want to record something in 60 frames a second let me show you where that is as well so we can leave these settings or you can hit apply it'll just apply that at the end as soon as you hit okay so uh, frame rate is set under video 
And here you can now, that's another thing that we need to talk about, the canvas and the scaled resolution on the output. So let me explain those things. First of all, the frame rate. That's easy. You can set whatever you want to record. I'm going to leave that on 30 for now, but you can go for 60 or many of these other values. You can even drop this down and then, uh, you know, leave that on common FPS values. You'll be fine. And just record in 30 frames a second. You'll be fine. Uh, base and output. This is a little like how Photoshop thinks of images. There is a canvas, which is basically the, the whole black box that we saw here before we added anything to it. So if we just uh, uh, switch these things off, this black thing, that's the canvas. And that has an internal resolution in my case of 1920 by 1080, if we just go back there under video. But if I wanted to stream something, then I can drop this down. Or if I wanted to record something in a slightly different resolution, then I can set that to something else. Once again, if you're using uh, this as a screen recording software, make sure the base canvas resolution is set to the size of your monitor, which it often is by default. So 1920 by 1080 in my case, and the output resolution should be set to match that so that you're recording as much as you're showing, unless you wanted to drop that down. So for a screen recording of whatever's happening on your desktop, this is great. The base resolution matches the canvas resolution and the base resolution matches the resolution of your monitor. And with all that in place, hit OK. Make sure your sources are showing whatever they want to show and hit start recording. And as soon as you do that, then, um, you know, things will record. And that's really all there's to it. Once you're finished, hit stop and investigate that location that you've set here under the output settings on the recording path. Investigate that location and the last video in that list should be what you've just recorded. And then you can go ahead and edit that. Uh, two more things. One thing, should you find that your audio, if you're recording this with an external microphone, is not in sync with what you're seeing in this picture, you can shift the sync while you're doing that. If you have an eye for that, if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's totally cool. Stop listening. But if you do know what lip sync is and you're not happy with what you're currently seeing, you can head over to the, the audio source, uh, click on that little gear icon and check out the advanced audio properties. And here you have now for your audio source, you can now select the sync offset in milliseconds. Now I have a television background and I used to work in Europe where one frame of video, like a, like a proper frame in, in sort of a 25 frames per second environment was roughly 40 milliseconds. So 40 milliseconds is one frame and usually film editors they think about hey that's about two frames out of sync or three frames out of sync and in that case you can then type in multiples of that value that's how I think of it if I see something I'm thinking oh that's actually two frames out of sync then I would probably say well try 80 milliseconds as a sync offset that takes away two frames so usually what happens here is that audio advances the video so the video with your webcam takes a little bit longer to encode and all that 80 milliseconds is uh, two frames 120 milliseconds seconds is about three frames and um, it's something that you can play around with only if you find you're out of sync if you think you're in sync and you're okay with that or if you can't actually tell if you're in sync or not don't worry about it but this is where that would be found now if you've made some recordings already with OBS studio and you find hey uh, I've accidentally recorded that in FLV and now I sadly can't edit that with my, uh, with my software. What am I going to do now? Do I have to uh, use something like Handbrake or something to transcode the file? 
you don't have to do that. It's uh, OBS is very clever. You don't have to transcode the file technically at all. All you need to do is remux the file. So FLV is really just the container. It's not the compression format that's used in the video stream. So if you wanted to just transmux that or remux that, OBS offers the option up here under file remux recordings and what that does is it'll allow you to open an obs recording that you've made in any format that obs has made uh, so for example i don't actually have anything flv here but if i just go ahead and uh, select this file here and open it uh, then i can uh, it'll i'll give it a target path where i would like my thing to um, be saved as and then i'll just hit the remux button and what that'll do is it allows uh, obs to very quickly just uh, separate the audio and the video out of that file and just bring them together and save them as a different container format such as mp4 or mov and then you'll be able to edit that with your editing software that is all and that is how you record your screen with OBS Studio. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask them in the comments. And if you like this video, please share it with friends, family and total strangers. And don't forget to subscribe to my channel. I will see you next time. Take care. Bye bye.